comes out with something that has a wine bar. Like what, the one in Brentwood. What Kroger has? A, who well, goes? Hey, let's just go over to Kroger, open a Pinot Noir, and watch the game. <laughs> Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir. Yeah, the one in Brentwood has like a little bar area. Yeah, but every time I go by the one over here, it's legitimately just playing sports. Yeah. So who's like, let's go grab a drink at Kroger, just throw back a few glasses of wine, watch the game, just chill out. <laughs> the missus asked me to grab some OJ. Uh, I grabbed <laughs> some, dra- some drafts with my boys. Oh my gosh. What if that becomes the new thing is dads like volunteer to go to Kroger and they're just going to go get hammered As at long Kroger. as I have to go to Kroger. <laughs> honey, don't make me go to Kroger. Premise too. That's like, yeah, honey, be. I'll run to the store and then he meets his friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's up, fellas? You See? <laughs> we did it. What are we trying today? A nice red? <laughs> An oaky red? <laughs> Kroger, hire us for your marketing campaign. Exactly. I'm willing to help you. Uh, okay, you guys ready to kick this off? Yeah, just yeah. so we know that this is August 5th where we came up with this idea. And August 5th, so, write that down. Yeah, 2017. <laughs> I think you're choosing to start the podcast now because you like this to be part of the intro. Okay, calling people out. That's 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 mean. Anyway, welcome to the Too Much Free Time <laughs> podcast. I'm your host, Mark Burris. With me, as always, is John Girdler and Peter Blankenship. So meta. It's very meta. How are you guys doing today? It's a it's a lazy Sunday. It is. A, it is. This has been a very lazy Sunday. I woke up at about like seven thirty and decided I was going to watch this movie, but then I ended up watching Step Brothers, and then I was like, okay, now I really have to watch this. So I watched this. You know, this movie being The Punisher, Thomas yeah. Jane's two thousand four Punisher, and then I was in a weird place after that. So I decided to watch um, Call Me by Your Name. No, what? That's that's not a great movie to watch after this. I'm gonna throw that out there. But I had a nice little movie morning Monday or Although Sunday. The brothers in here were giving me some Army Hammer okay. feelings. They were because they were basically <laughs> twins since they it was were. the same freaking actor. It was. I meant yeah. to look that up. Just put a little crusty stash on him. Oh gosh. Okay. Yeah. But wait, whose pick was this? This is Peter's. Right? This is my pick for great worst superhero movie great worst superhero movie yeah okay so it's your hate it yeah it's 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 my hate it pick so this is the 2004 punisher with thomas jane this isn't the netflix special this isn't the reboot with um oh why am i speaking spacing on that dude's name that That guy yeah the (laughs) reboot was in 2008 or whatever we should have done the dolph lundgren one from like 87 or whatever i don't even get the reference dolph lundgren drago drago from rocky four okay well i i know i know that (laughs) <laughs> oh, that the guy in this movie kind of looked like him. The Russian. The Russian. Guy. Oh yeah, he <laughs> that looked like Waldo. Like right, just a big. He's a real wrestler, Waldo. by the way. I forgot his name. Uh, Waldo. I do know that he got stabbed in that scene for real. Thomas Jane legitimately stabbed him, and by he didn't accident. react like that. I like, think so. <laughs> that dude must be on roids. Oh my gosh. Oh man. And, and they actually knives. threw boiling water on his face too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's actually dead. <laughs> they just killed him on camera. Uh, yeah. That was before they were unionized. <laughs> no insurance, you know, Russia. So, Peter, <laughs> this movie, though, yeah. the first time you watched it was when we were rooming together at Belmont, right? Like, yeah. That was that fir- the first time you saw it. Did it just captivate you and you were like, wow, this is going to stick with me? No. Because <laughs> we were just, like, talking about superhero movies, and then, like, the Punisher's like, ah, oh, you know, he interacts with Daredevil and, like, cool stuff like that, and... You said there was a movie, and we watched the movie. And <laughs> it, it was really bad. Your tone as you're like explaining this is so sad. <laughs> so, wh- how is he a hero? I know he's kind of an he's, anti-hero. He's an anti-hero. I, I, okay. Yeah. I'll sure. And he but, kills murderers and mobsters, bad, like people that have killed. He kills them. 
and he's more of a true like vigilante in yeah the, in the like wild west sense of like and he and daredevil you know like so daredevil wants to bring him to justice in the court of law and then if that doesn't work he beats him up and like frames them and gets them in trouble. Well, he doesn't frame them. Right. He just <laughs> he he helps. He does put together situations to get the cops there. Not like he has to make them do things they didn't do. But the Punisher just says, "Screw all that. I've got lead." Yeah, he just and puts them down for good. Shoots up. They did do an, a little nod to like a Wild West shootout at the very end, like the very last scene. Well, there was when two he, of quick them. Quick on the draw. Yeah. He does it at the bank too. Yeah, when he throws Rain's money. But he doesn't have any kind of. Super power or anything like that. No, no, make him psychopathy. A, yeah, like being <laughs> a seal or whatever. <laughs> I, America. I, I, this is one of the movies I actually feel bad because my dad took me to... I begged my dad to take me to see this when I was a kid, 2004. And Yikes. he took me. And uh, boy, oh boy, did we have a good laugh about John Travolta in general on the way out. I remember as a kid, as a kid, I liked this movie, though. I mean, I guess it's quote-unquote fun. I mean, you also like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. But that was different. I feel like this, as a kid, I thought was so crazy. Like, I hadn't seen anything like this. But now that we've, I've really seen the full scope of what action movies are, this movie's boring. Yeah, no, (laughs) and the, the... thing is like so he's a serious guy and he murders people but it to me it felt a lot like teenage mutant ninja turtles because it's all here we go from one thing to the next oh my god there's people actually die here but this took itself way more seriously than ninja turtles did like that was a fun i think they're very different yeah but ninja turtles was fun this was not the way they were acting was so over the top like the beginning the first 10 minutes where they're just like setting him up as a family man and they're just so they're not lucky they're blessed and dad i got you this shirt and we're going to london and i'm gonna get into that in a second like how long this movie takes to get started pisses me (laughs) off But John, uh, before we go into that, when when did you see this? Like, when was the first time you saw this? Uh, I saw it in high school after a school dance, actually. Hot, Ooh, hot. Yeah, Where people just making out. To yeah, Thomas I mean, Jane, totally. Ice and That's people. why I don't remember the movie at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Good for you, John. I've got a knife too. What? Mm-mm. No, no. You didn't quite land <laughs> oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, okay, so in the in the, that. in the Dark Knight, we talked about how impactful openings can be, intros can be. This is an example of how bad they can be and how they can just, like, kill the movie before it even starts going. Like, what is happening with this whole Thomas Jane's in a blonde wig, even though he's a blonde man? <laughs> like, <laughs> he's naturally blonde. They put a blonde wig on him. He's some sort of FBI undercover guy and... This fake like shootout, and I'm still not completely sure what happened. So he was undercover to catch people selling guns, but the people that gave him the guns to sell to John Travolta's son and then the guy that works for John Travolta didn't work with Thomas Jane, like didn't work with the FBI. Like what kind of sting operation was this? I thought they were FBI. No, because they shot the kid. And they were in Russia too, and then the cops had to shoot. Like, what happened in this? Like, so I thought the only person that knew this was a undercover thing was Thomas Jane, and then you got the Russians who legitimately think this is a okay. So thing. both sides of the deal thought, thought it, was it was legitimate, legit. and then 
little brother or older little brother yeah little brother uh, had the gun and he pointed it in the direction of the guy by the way continuity error he does not have that gun in his hand at all in that scene <laughs> until the moment he quote unquote just like points at the Russians that gun comes out of nowhere <laughs> That's why I didn't understand what I had to go back and rewind because I was like, why did they shoot him? <laughs> Maybe it was one that was sold and the deal. He just I, he just know. opened it from its case. That was it's just as far as intros to a you know a superhero, for lack of a better term, origin story, you took one that was pretty simple, because all Frank Castle's origin story is is that he took his family to a park, a mob deal was taking place nearby. It went bad, and then him and his family got caught in the crossfire, and they died. So he's not an FBI agent? No. Hmm. In the comics, he's a Marine that's home from Vietnam. Like, he's, I think he's got just got discharged or whatever, and he's taking his kids to the park. And so it's all accidental, and it's supposed to be more of a, like, you know, coincidence kind of standpoint, whatnot. And this is a coincidence, but it's stupid. But it's so convoluted. Right. You didn't it's need really stupid. any of this. Like, because... He was selling drugs to the younger brother, and then he heard that he was in this gun deal, and he goes, I want to be a part of it. I'll give half the money, and that's why they're there at all. And it, it doesn't even make sense to go from dealing drugs to buying weapons. Why? Yeah. And it says, like, he just wanted to impress you, but that's really stupid. That's Yeah, The this pissed me off. And then, of course, it was one of those things of, like, of course we knew it was a fake-out. Thomas Jane's the main character of the yeah. story. He's not going to get shot to death death in the first five seconds he kind of looked like brad pitt he he did a little scene, bit like um brad and pitt then paul from, rudd <laughs> <laughs> later without the wig okay so this is the thing I, I like just talking about hair in general for a second so like i said thomas jane's a naturally blonde man like a dirty blonde but a blonde man he's wearing a blonde wig in this when it's revealed that he's alive and he like gets out of costume or whatever and he takes off the blonde wig his hair looks like they just dipped it in tar like that's not a natural black. Yeah. So all all I could think about the entire time was like, is the Punisher dyeing his hair in between <laughs> all these scenes? Like, what's happening? It's the cover up. It's oh, it just it bugged me to no end. I also didn't realize I was watching the director's cut today until I looked at the time. The director's cut adds like another thirty minutes. It's pretty long by itself. It is, but. Just to let you know, the only thing that the director's cut adds is, you know, the the cop that's like friends with him, that's like the the best undercover agent, the best soldier, the, the best, best man I ever know. Yeah. You find out he has a huge gambling debt, and then the saints blackmail him or whatever. And so that's his, how they get the that's how they get the information about uh, him to go kill the family. I mean, that makes and more sense. It does. Aside from we even brought the Sicilians in on this one, just for old times' sake. Yeah, for how much money you're spending, you'll get all the information in 24 hours <laughs> so stupid. there's so many bad lines in this there movie. are the <laughs> but then so like on top of that you, that's revealed and then another scene that's added is thomas jane finds out and goes to that cop's apartment and basically like says like how, does they do the whole how could you whatever and then he basically convinces that guy to kill himself whoa whoa <laughs> oh yada 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 yada, yada, yada kills, kills himself, himself. Movie goes on. <laughs> what so part is, of the movie does he convince him to kill himself? It's uh, about second half. Is this the black guy yeah. at the beginning? Okay. Before or after? Where's Waldo? Where? Oh, it was. Uh, ooh, I think it's before. I think it's wow. before Where's Waldo. Okay, might be after. It might be after. I don't That's know. That's crazy. I also think so. Okay, 
John, since while we're, you know, I don't want to get off the hair topic yet because I wrote one of the main notes I wrote down because I could not get over. I think this is the last time John Travolta's hair looked semi-human, looked (laughs) semi-normal. I feel like after this movie, his hair just went downhill. (laughs) I think he lost his hair. And then we have wigs. Oh, you think this is a wig? I think crazy hair Travolta. I think it's You fake. think those are wigs? Oh man, Johnny, you just gotta shave that and just <laughs> just be bald, dude. Like that's oh, that's awful. This hair looked like just like a helmet that they like placed <laughs> on his head. It's like shiny, like a bike it, helmet. It does, but it looks like more human than what he's rocking nowadays. I guess. I guess it, for O four, it was impassable. Oh man, but they they try to be serious with the scene with the older brother and. Uh, gay henchmen come through and tell them, you know, without words, you know, off the screen that, uh, you know, the son died oh, the and son then died. the mom like falls down Collapses. and drops her glass and you're like, well, that's intense. <laughs> but then that's it. That's this whole movie was like that yeah. to me. <laughs> Though I think the wife overreacts a bit with the whole, well, cause it's oh. hilarious that it's like, he's at a family union in Puerto Rico. Yeah, and it's then like, we like lift the veil and look up. I'm like, what, who's it going to be? Yeah, <laughs> it's just the wife. His family. His whole family. It's like, all right, cal- calm down. Lady. Like, I didn't know if having not read a lot of the Punisher comics and that was built up so much. I was like, maybe this is a reveal of somebody or no. It's just in there for no reason. Yep. Super dramatic. Just to have the wife like suddenly revealed. But because it, it wasn't even reveal what she looked like. You already knew what she looked like. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, but these bad guys were not intimidating. Like, not any of them. No, man. I do like this. Um, they're the Puerto Rico like family reunion reunions. Pretty funny. It's terrible. <laughs> Why do you pick there? Like, that's definitely a family reunion of like you pick that because you know some members of your family can't afford it and you don't want them to come anyway. <laughs> it's like a destination wedding where you like don't want some people well, to come. When they're, so when they're swimming and they get back on the beach and you see like Mrs. Castle with her arms around her mom and dad walking down the beach, like who does that? Well, those aren't even her parents. Those are... Those are yeah, Frank's his parents. parents. But who who even walks like that? I don't know. They they seemed too happy. And it was like, way that too guy happy. over there. And he's like, that's like the local witch doctor, and he owns that island over there. <laughs> don't remember him for when he comes around and saves you. <laughs> wink, wink, hint, hint. <laughs> and you kind of already mentioned this, Mark, but they like really played up that like the kid was tired of moving. Like that, yeah. he had just promised that they're really going to settle down. He was just into retirement. And they, they he's like, like, I want another one. Another what, yeah. Dad? <laughs> She's like, I'm ready. <laughs> like I'm ovulating. Lying. I forgot about that. <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah. The look on his face was pretty funny. Of just like the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I changed my mind. I changed my mind. Yeah. You know, for the sequel, we need a kid. Oh gosh. <laughs> the punished. Okay, so the the murdering of his family though. It's also funny. Is pretty hysterical because they decided to shoot once just for dramatic effect to shoot the mom. Mom. And then they unload yeah, on the crowd. The, the, having the <laughs> having the camera on the front of the boat, like coming into just a <laughs> random shore, just. But I like to think how the shot went was they were walking up, and it was almost that Helm's Deep moment where the one guy accidentally fired too early, <laughs> and so one guy they're like walking up, they're like, "Yeah, okay, we're gonna kill everybody." Guy like trips, gun goes off. They're like, "Oh, 
damn <laughs> what the hell man and so that's the mom being shot and they're like oh shit now we got to do it and they just did you see um, some of the angles they were holding the gun too like one dude had a rifle and it was like up oh, above his head just to the side i love My- how they were just like pouring out of the woods <laughs> yeah like they just kept coming out of the woods and they only and, showed like, one boat smart. i know this is such a stupid thing but i rewound it a couple times because the amount of noise the guns make as they're walking towards, not when they're like yeah, firing, no, yeah. but it's just like. <laughs> that, I thought the same thing. I was like, you guys are just wasting ammo if you're just like cocking the gun this much. Like, walking with the gun's so not loud. making it go like. Yeah. And they're all wearing black, but it's the middle of the day. Oh. Like, you're going to stick out. Yeah. That's where you show Tim. The one who tripped in like a yellow shirt. He's like, I didn't know. Yeah, he's got his little like sandals and his Bahamas, whatever, like Gilligan hat. I thought we were going to blend in. Yeah. <laughs> one of the family reunion t-shirts on. Oh, no, they aren't wearing them. But yeah, like everyone's getting shot and... I felt nothing. Yeah. Like, this is supposed to be really sad. I felt nothing. So this is something where the music really de-emphasizes oh, music everything. Yeah. Like it's so bad. Because I was thinking about like uh, Batman Begins came out a little later and for as much as i don't like Hans zimmer <laughs> at least the Trigger. guy gets tone you know like <laughs> but in here when we're getting all the like guys with all the guns and the music's just kind of like swelling and really like something sad is going to happen but it's not serious yeah and then for as badass as Frank's supposed to be, and apparently his dad's supposed to be which i was happy to see uh is that roy Sh- that's roy schneider right from Jaws. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, I was happy to see him. They do the, like, 80s action movie thing of, like, guy jumps behind the couch with the shootout at the guy at the grill. That just, like, takes away from everything. It's just, like, what's happening right now? Yeah, and they keep, like, one dude, when uh, he's chasing after his wife and kid running away, and the guy, like, gets back up and grabs Castle by the leg. There's a lot of, like, dead people that aren't dead just slowing him down. Gosh, yeah. Well, he doesn't kill one of them. So after his dad dies, he gets in the like fight, yeah. and then he cuts that guy in the cheek, and then hits his head against the post. Picks up a shotgun and like runs to a motorcycle. I'm like, that dude's still alive, man. Like, what the <laughs> hell, Frank? They shot the propane tank for no reason. Oh There's like gosh, nobody yeah. behind it. No, there was. That was the only way to get the guy behind. I guess there's one guy behind. I it, will say, not worth it. <laughs> I, I I'm split on this. So when the wife and son die and they get run over by the truck, it's pretty funny. <laughs> it's funny. So I'm split on this. Would it have been more impactful? Music would have helped, but it would have been more impactful if you had like heard them be hit. <laughs> you know what I mean? What would you? <laughs> <laughs> well, just like the. Doo, 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 doo. <laughs> Is that like too, a, too like much? More impactful. A- <laughs> what a choice of words. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Nice. Oh. Uh, I wrote down in my in my notes though. I immediately wrote down after they like drove over and then Frank's on the pier like Maria and like running after yeah. him. How did the truck? Where like, did the navigate? cargo? Yeah, and it's I was not waiting that big of a pier <laughs> to do a turnaround, <laughs> like a ten point turn. <laughs> they were off off screen doing like a twenty point. Oh man, he's just sprinting towards them as they're like, come on, come on, go, 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 and then just shooting at the shotgun at the car from like a mile away. I was the first time I watched this. I was hoping this was gonna be like a at least he took some of them down with him kind of moment, but no, he just gets ganked. They shoot him like seventeen. Also, shoot Frank Castle in the head. Like you're point blank. He's been shot four times. Yeah, you're gonna light him on fire too for some reason. Why just shoot him in the face? Even uh, like Mr. Saint. 
shot the guy in the face. Oh, yeah. At the end there. And like the gasoline they poured was just in front of him. It wasn't surrounding him. So like he had an easy just slip off the back. Well, because (laughs) if they did kill him, he would be able to come back and exact revenge. (laughs) But like, so not to keep harping on the the comic thing, but one of the crazy things of the comic in the year one that they're reference, trying to reference at least, (laughs) is when like... Because Frank gets shot, too, in the scenario in the comic where they're caught in the crossfire. He actually takes one to the dome. So they think so they think he's dead. And they're putting the whole everybody in the body bags. And Frank breaks out of the body bag and starts, like, fighting the cops. And he doesn't know where he is. And it's, like, this crazy, like, going ahead and showing how berserk he is as a human. He's broke. And I would have preferred that. Shoot him in the head. Have him survive somehow in, like, a, you know deflection thing and just show how fucking crazy he is because that's the character yeah oh but then we have to get that witch doctor oh man <laughs> he's like it's me i'll take care of you <laughs> it's okay Castle. it's me <laughs> who are you and he's like <laughs> unconscious like he wasn't we, even with it we skipped over how weird the kid's gift of that shirt is do you like yeah it's intense as far as like origins for a symbol go this one's pretty lame like it's a, <laughs> a t-shirt the son bought you from like a local shop nearby <laughs> like, and that's like easy to get messed up you know it tears easily it gets dirty easily yeah. it's just not a great costume for a superhero it's just a lame way to introduce did you know about this uh-huh oh my god <laughs> yeah so after this though is like the we you know the movie technically starts so the line that kicks it off though is he i think this is where he says it he's like god's gonna sit this one oh yeah yeah Yeah, go uh, with god yeah the witch doctor tells him to go with god but that's after they spend a good 45 seconds just looking at each other like it kind of having a moment and he tossed that stick like 20 yards oh i'm gonna throw it out there they they hooked up (laughs) those looks i'm just saying but I'm sorry. I watched Call Me By Your Name. I'm in a weird space. <laughs> Some peaches. <laughs> but uh, I do think it's weird that that's only five months. He got shot four or five times. Five months later, he's good to go. All, all right. Uh, I want to talk about how this movie takes place in Tampa, Florida. <laughs> what <laughs> the hell? The character is based out of New York. He's like he gets murdered in Central Park or attempted murder in Central Park. Like he has roots in like the Brooklyn area. He's you know, he's in Hell's Kitchen with Daredevil. Like he is a New York character. Let's put this guy in Tampa, Florida. Not even Miami. We're not even going to do Miami. And we have Cubans (laughs) is the thing. I think there was a scheduling issue. New York was something else was filming. No, but no, no part really looked like Florida. Except for the beach, but like <laughs> That was Puerto Rico though, right? Even oh, yeah, Chicago has beaches. <laughs> All I know is that I looked it up. They shot in Tampa because it was cheaper and easier to film there. That is literally the reason they did it. Weak. Real weak. You could have even called it New York. Like you can't just go like, you know what? We're making the next Spider Man movie. I heard Denver's pretty cheap to film in. Let's just go film it out in Denver. Could you yeah, Spider Man in Denver. Him like, trying to like <laughs> Find things to hook to. <laughs> Two-story tall houses. <laughs> like at that point, just sprint. It's like a spider out of. It's just oh, that bugs what? the shit out of me <laughs> to put this movie in Tampa. Yeah. No offense to people that live in Tampa. Like I'm sure Tampa's a cool place to live. I'm sorry, but the Punisher's not from there. <laughs> Where does he get all his guns? 
just we the leave locker the locker room. He just yeah, he like he has like we a leave locker. the beach and then we're immediately just armed to the teeth. And by the way, he he uses two percent of what they show in that little like yeah. montage. He tries against the Russian. None yeah. of it works. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he just has like a locker. Yeah, and he's working on his car with a nice Mastercraft commercial right there. Yeah, there are a few product plate like Wild Turkey, yeah. drink, his drink, <laughs> and like wh- when did he start narrating though? So there's a time. Oh, it's at the very, very end. Oh, that's a okay. I guess very, so. very. End. That seemed really out of place. It I know, did, I'm out of order. And here, it's but. you know, it's fine. And it, it's a reference, and it's an awesome reference because what he says full out is the opening to Punisher War Journal, like in the comic. That's the first thing like he writes out as his War Journal, and like it's an awesome reference. How they do it. First off is weirdly timed. Second off is very hammy. Like it's <laughs> like it's does not come across well. And the camera's even shaking. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like the first thing is like one. And then he does the, you know, if you want peace, prepare for war or whatever. By the time he says two, like five minutes has passed. Yeah. Like you forget <laughs> that he's still narrating. And then two comes out of nowhere. You're like, wait, we're still doing this? Like, oh man. It was weird. And I love that little like war journal narrative thing like that's an awesome part of his character but it's oh it's ruined reminiscent of the ninja turtles uh <laughs> journaling oh yeah that's so true when april starts narrating <laughs> at the end of ninja turtles oh wow like over halfway through the movie <laughs> yeah. they're just dealing with it differently just uh, overall like w- once this movie starts it doesn't even really start because yeah. like, e- all the action sequences aren't really action sequences. They're just boring. Yeah. Tom, like the, the movie is only propelled plot wise by John Travolta and those scenes. And what, so John Travolta's crime syndicate, if you can call it that, is just that he's a banker for Cubans? I guess. It, that's not even really explained. What a weak ass villain point. <laughs> Like, he's not even, like, a drug smuggler. He's not even, like... Money launderer, He right? does I mean, money laundering for other criminals? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> Can't he, like, run guns from Cuba or to Cuba? Do something. Make yeah. him a threat. <laughs> yeah. there's. I mean, he's a terrible guy. But as far as, like, threats to humanity... He's, he's low on that totem pole. He yeah. doesn't even own Cuban cigars. Yeah. And then his whole, let's talk about the John Travolta storyline, though, as a whole, because it's him tr- having to deal with the, the Cubans, the Toro brothers or something. Yeah. That doesn't go anywhere. No. We waste so much goddamn time talking about the Toro brothers and about how we don't have as much guns as they do, da-da-da-da, all this stuff, and get their speeches about, like, my mother put the money in the mattress. And then the house I thought that was down. a good idea until the house burned down. It's like, all this, none of it matters. Yeah. Like, if if the movie had ended with Thomas Jane setting it up to where the Cubans just wiped out the Saints, that's different. Okay, so this was all built up intentional for Punisher yeah. not even having to get his hands dirty. Like, that works. None of that happens! And even, even Saint having the Cubans breathing down his neck means nothing. Because he really blows doesn't. them off. Not to mention, his dumbass son ruins one of the shipments. Like, that... The boat, when he blows up the boat, that is 100% that son's fault. He picks up the bomb. Toss that shit into the ocean. It's right to your right, man. Yeah. That is a frisbee toss away. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't get it. <laughs> oh, man. But, like, just as far as the Punisher, I'm down for a Punisher movie that 
is of this similar nature where it's not him constantly going guns blazes. Like him doing the whole tricking Satan to killing his best friend and killing his wife. I'm down for that. That's awesome. He That's like very ninja punisher. But it's just this like director pulled from too many different styles of punisher. Like he did the tactical stealth punisher at the end of the movie. He does the like mental strategist punisher throughout the movie of the whole like setting up for Saint to murders people. And then he keeps putting them in the leather jacket and having weird ass duels. Like the, I think it was in like the 80 late nineties. The punisher was like a, had this like biker look and he had like a ponytail. I, I never liked it. But he had that long leather jacket. There's too many Punishers going on. Pick one type of Punisher, go that direction. Yeah, and using the little rat guy to help him out, I thought it was really dumb, too. Well, see, like I got what they were going for, because the Punisher usually has somebody on the inside helping him, but it, it, like, ugh, it was just wasted. <laughs> Isn't science fun, Mickey? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the torture scene? That's in one of the comics. I can't remember which one, though. So that was a reference to something, but yeah, how that scene plays out is just like, ugh, stupid. And then the buddies, the apartment buddies. I that's they're like the Toro brothers. I was waiting Get to them talk out of this, this movie. <laughs> you mean Bumbo? Let's call the fat guy Bumbo. Yeah, like, and he has like a new family, but then he says "fuck you" anyway at the end and leaves them money. Yeah, he like sacrificed his life for a moment. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "Thanks, but for like, no you didn't have to do that." I okay. I really don't have that much to say about Ben Foster's character. I feel like Ben Foster, he's the one with the piercings. He at least gave it his all. You could tell he was trying. Like, I really like Ben Foster as an actor. I feel like he isn't in enough. And I feel like even in this, his part is so stupid and pointless. But I like him the most out of the neighbors because at least he's trying. What about Rebecca? All her character is, is hiding in that apartment, being moody, listening to the same goddamn song. You can't play Broken over and over. Yeah, and over. I wrote that down. Like, she listened to Seether? Yes. <laughs> it's just every time it's in her apartment, because I'm broken. It's in the credits, too. If you listen to the whole thing. Oh but that scene God. where the opera music was going on. That's <laughs> oh so stupid. I, I wrote so down, bad. when you're first introduced to all of them, you get the Rebecca Romaine Stamos listening to Bumbo sewing something. You get, or not listening to Bumbo. Listening to <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, listening to Broken by Sealer while sewing. And then you go to Bumbo, who's, did you, did you notice he was eating pizza while making a meatball sub? <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> and then, for I don't even know what Ben Foster's thing he is. He was playing a game. He was just playing a video game. he was game. talking very Weirdly, was it Gears of War? That's what it looked it like. It was not a normal. It looked like old school Ghost Recon. Like it's, it's like those game. games where, like, well, they don't actually exist. They're just for movies. To have oh, you're right. There. It totally does. Look Generic weird. shooting game. Yeah. Oh man, but they're just like the Toro brothers. They don't have to be in this movie. It. They just don't, and they just take up time. Their awkward ass Thanksgiving thing. I fast forwarded through it. I yeah. couldn't take it. I was like, nope. Nope, I'm done. Yeah, and you don't need it. Because there's no reason for Rebecca Romaine Stamos to be like, oh, I can save the Punisher. I was I was caught up because this is a Marvel movie, and like the Marvel movies are known for their kind of quick wit, quick witted humor. Host. Right. Post that's movie. what I'm saying. Like it was noticeable that that's what they were trying to do with the neighbors, but it did not. It did not land. And with some of the Punisher's lines, you could tell were trying to be funny, but they weren't. Yeah. And this is because the hero movies before what they are now. 
was just pandering to uh, like a lot of fan service. Yeah. Because even like the Hitman movie, I mean, both are terrible. But like they're just references to things you've seen before, and yeah. that I think is more attributing to like the humor or the whatever. It's like get this little reference and nod as opposed to them actually trying to be the quick wit that we have now, because uh, none of their lines are funny. Yeah, it's it's just why do we have time. the Russian? See, okay, so the Russian, I feel like it is just too much in terms of like I feel like. They did the, what was the name of the first guy? The guy from Memphis, the professional from Memphis. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was like Henry Heck. Or he looks something. like Johnny Cash. Oh yeah, Johnny De- Cash in person. Apparently, he's a real country star though. That actor. It's not surprising. But like that, the Russian, they were both just like super weird stereotype people. Like it was weird. Of co- of course, anybody from Tennessee is going to be a singer songwriter. Can't just be a normal assassin. Yeah. I mean, uh, we all brought our acoustic guitars here. Oh, exactly. We're going to jam after this. Yeah. <laughs> That's our other podcast. We're going to do Seether. <laughs> We're going to do Broken. Because I'm broken. <laughs> Moonshine mixes. But that, like, just like the Thanksgiving dinner, the diner scene with the professional from Memphis is just awkward. Yeah. And, like, I, I guess they're going for dramatic effect or something, but... It was like the Why wouldn't the people? guy just have shot him in the diner? I guess yeah. it was to like fill the roommates in of what kind of his character, like the stakes were high, I guess, with him. I don't know. I mean, they had heard things up at that point, but they hadn't yeah. seen I just, danger. I thought it was going to turn out and turn into a shootout in the diner because I thought it was going to be like, um, do you remember that movie with Antonio Banderas? Uh, is it Desperado? And then they did uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Yeah. Where oh, uh, the, gu- the gun was in the guitar. That's what I thought it was going to be. He was going to be playing. And he's like, I wrote that for you. And then he was going to shoot from the guitar. And there's going to be like a shootout in the diner. That's what I thought it was going to be. And then he just like packs up. He's like, I'm going to sing at your funeral. And just leaves. You're like, what the hell? It's <laughs> yeah. a nod to Pulp Fiction, I guess. <laughs> An insulting nod, maybe. The uh, Did you guys catch the Easter egg on the front of the Punisher car? It says year one. No. It says year one real big. That's funny. I, I, I chuckled. <laughs> I gave a little bit of a chuckle. So you laughed at something that wasn't even said. Oh, yeah. That was the funniest <laughs> part of the movie. You got no, the, a knife to a gunfight. <laughs> no, the funniest the funniest part to me was when after the Punisher blows up the boat and it cuts immediately to John Travolta. Well, actually, I started laughing when the sun crawls out of the water and looks up and Thomas Jane looks like he's on a completely different set. Yeah. And he's just like looking at him like, I've done it again. I've gone a punishing. And then he like walks away. I started laughing. You should shoot him in the back. Yeah. But Peter, I started laughing there. It kicked it into high gear laughter when it immediately goes to John Travolta just going, all of it! Yeah. All of it! <laughs> I was like, what the hell? I'm glad you backed away from the mic when you did Sorry. that. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to scream that loud, but I just, I lost it. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> and then the, it's the Toro brothers again coming back, and they're like, "Don't tell the Toros until I have a, till we have a plan." And then it's just like, "I heard a boat exploded out in the marina." But even what if that happening? was all of the money, there wasn't room enough for everyone else on the boat. Yeah, I was very confused by that. I still don't understand what they were doing. None of it makes sense. None of it makes sense. I want to. I want to read you guys a quote by this director about the movie. Okay. If you'll, if you'll allow me, I'll indulge. I had to ask myself intellectual questions like, to what extent do crimes against a person become so unconscionable, so heinous, that 
even a person who doesn't believe in vigilantism can resort to vigilantism in a more just way. That was the equation for me. I told Marvel I didn't want to just make a revenge story. I wanted to do the mother of all revenge stories. I wanted to ramp up everything. I can't really go further without spoilers here. Underlying events that give rise to Frank Castle's vigilantism are not from the comic. I invented a lot of that. I made it a lot worse. And I know he thinks he made it worse in the like a more heinous sense. I think he made it worse in the sense of like he ins- insultingly did the Punisher. <laughs> yeah, he killed all the. Those people were so nice. I can. <laughs> can you see the pitch room of just being like? They're like, okay, so are we gonna do this? We're gonna do like maybe uh, if we're shooting in Tampa, I guess we'll do down by the beach. Maybe a mob deal goes bad on the beach, and you know Frank's and family get killed. Maybe some other bystanders. Like, no, 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 no. Hear me out. Family reunion, Puerto Rico. Entire extended family murdered in front of him. But that would be the mother of all revenge stories. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That would make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> You're hired. <laughs> you know what movie did this kind of revenge trope better that's not a superhero movie is The Equalizer with Denzel Washington. That's true. It's kind of a similar storyline, but way better. That's why, I mean, okay, so I the entire time I was thinking while watching this that this movie needed... If you were to remake The Punisher now, I know the Netflix show is doing its own thing, but outside of that, if I was going to do a Punisher movie, I would be tempted to take more of the the John Wick style, not as martial arty, like not as it wouldn't be as much of the jujitsu and gunjutsu or whatever they do in the movie, but it would be that style of following these shootouts and like crazy angles of just these long drawn out shootouts, because that can be an exciting movie. Both part one and two showed that an extended fight scene can be entertaining as long as it's done right. If you look at Mad Max Fury Road, that's one long chase slash fight scene and it's still entertaining. It's, you know, you can do that. And I just like this movie has no, it like tries to do this thing where it like builds up to these fight scenes. Like even like we need to talk about the end of this movie. It's like this long build up to the, you know, finally raiding that, the Saint Club or final whatever. Final boss level. Yeah, final yeah. boss level. And then that fight's boring. Yeah. Like, he gears up, and it looks like it's going to be awesome. It starts out pretty cool. Him getting those guys with a bow and arrow, you're like, okay, that was pretty sweet. <laughs> and you're like, let's see where this <laughs> yeah, goes. Yeah, I'm stuck with it this long. Yeah, it's like, all right, let's go. I liked the him getting ready to go upstairs, but then the guy's like, send up more champagne. Does the mine up there? That's pretty sweet. I'm like, it's building. I'm like, all right, this is going to be cool. And then once the shootout starts, it's so boring. Like, he brings that M4 in there, shoots one guy with it. For some reason, it gets, like, shot, and he has to get rid of it. And then it turns into, like, I keep having to pull out more guns and then only use them once. Like, like there was a one-weapon-per-person rule. <laughs> it, just was, it just was boring. Yeah, I think what helped John Wick do pretty well in those gunfights is that it's, like, following John. Like, because they are all taking place, and it's not cutting as much in between. Right. But we kept seeing just, like... Thomas Jane shoot a guy, and then we cut to the guy getting shot, and then it's like, now we're on the third floor, and it's two guys getting shot instead of one, and then he comes over to brother, hands him a grenade. That part was great. I actually really liked that. <laughs> I loved the just the, you look like a strong guy. You must work out. <laughs> like, I love that whole, like, talk. I that even was... did like at the end where he's like, and you killed my son, and we heard a, ah! and then boom. 
both of them. <laughs> that, that made was... me laugh out of disgust. <laughs> not like, <laughs> like, oh my god. See, I like Cherry that line. Top. I like that line better than when he delivered the similar line with the Russian of just the. They're like, "Are you okay?" He's like, "I'm okay." He's not. And then he drops. Which also doesn't make sense how the stairs took the Russian out and like all these other things couldn't do it. Oh, yeah. I don't know. And the arm, the way his like arm is contorted. And I was still kind of perplexed as to how he got in that position. And Thomas, like he was okay. The Russian fight, I can't decide if I like or not because it's funny and I feel like it shouldn't be. But yeah. at the same time, I think Thomas Jane does the most realistic acting throughout the whole movie in those scenes because the the his oh shit face while that fight's going on is very believable to me. It's very realistic. <laughs> like when he pulls the revolver out of the drawer and the guy smashes it with the and dumbbell. Yeah. Just the look he gives the revolver in the back of the Russian. I was like, get this man an Oscar. Yeah, and his head That's is like getting true. smashed in the refrigerator and then he looks like he's been concussed. <laughs> he was also like partially drunk, right? Because before that he was oh, just like he had been getting drinking. hammered. Look, he's a drinker, okay? He doesn't have a problem. It's casual. <laughs> he's a social... Mm-hmm. He just is social alone. Yeah. The other great one is when he hits him in the like tries to hit him in the face with the crowbar or whatever, and he catches it, and then it's just him looking like the big eye Thomas Jane being like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, <laughs> and if this movie was any more ridiculous, it would have shown him just like bending Bend it. the bar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the cartoon character. We were. He is though. Yeah. He was. was. Just, it's he so... looks like freaking wall. Like he's huge. It's just, and then all the entire time are. Dumb neighbors uh, are having some sort of Italian party next door. Don't know what's going on until he gets thrown through the door. Oh, man. That was hilarious. Right? <laughs> no, that was awful. <laughs> <laughs> the, like, so the very, very end of this movie, though, you, you brought it up at the beginning of the... They do like kind of the West shootout where he like waits for John Travolta to draw and then he shoots him. It's unnecessary. Like I would have preferred if while... You know, when he's doing the whole, like, Thomas Sight. Like yelling at him, John Travolta's like limping away. I would have preferred if he had shot him in the other leg and then walked up to him. And then instead of the whole like them standing across from each other's speech, the whole him dragging him to the car should have been when he was giving the speech. Like, that would have been hardcore. That would have been so much better. And like as he's dragging him, throwing the pictures, be like, I made you kill your best friend, I made you kill your wife. Now I've killed you. Tied, you, tied him to the car, car drives him off. Don't go into an exploding like making the Punisher symbol fire thing like the movie uh, did. Just clearly that club was by the water. Have the car go off the edge into the water, drown that motherfucker, and just be like, But then how would you have the the mask and fire? Where would you put that? Oh, well, see, I didn't expect them to do that, though, because he already did the classic Punisher thing, which was he left the bulletproof vest behind on the wall. Like, that's what he does as his, like, signature of, like, this was me, is he leaves the vest behind, and that way when they get there, they're like, oh, shit, the Punisher did this. Like, so they already did that. He didn't need flaming cars. And also, he messed up on the eyes. I don't know if you guys paused no, it, yet. but the right eye's not right, man. It's kind of squinting. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a it's like a forced Whitaker. There's a little smoke. <laughs> yeah, there's smoke in its eyes. <laughs> Something else we didn't need was the lightning that they tried to throw in at like really dramatic. Oh animals. my god! <laughs> it's like so when he bad. comes out of the elevator and it's like, <laughs> it's like, did he just come from hell? What is happening? And when John Travolta was talking to Quincy or Quentin or the the coach from Friday Night Li- or uh, Remember the Titans? Oh yeah, is gay. There's like lightning striking. It's like so unnecessary and bad. Took away from That's a problem. If John Travolta just talked to him and got his side of the story, like that's a thing that could have just been cleared up. Well, so what I'm confused about is I think his name was Quentin, right? Tarantino. 
<laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, Quentin, the whole thing was he's gay mm-hmm. and he doesn't want John Travolta to know. But his wife knows. But his wife knows. Yeah. So why isn't this a simple conversation of... Also, not going to lie, I thought he knew he was gay. John Travolta did, which is why he did the whole like dance with my wife thing earlier in the movie. And they're like clearly you know they're safe. Yeah, I thought he knew that they were besties because like it, it's, it's weird. And I think that shows... That's one of the sides of this movie that shows it's a little dated, maybe, is that I went into it being like, why would he care? I guess in 2004, it was more like, ooh, yeah, he, you know, this is more of a something he's got to keep secret. I don't know. It just felt like a weird plot point. You know what I mean? Unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, it was what he used the term against his own guy, though, his own friend, the yeah. Punisher, I mean, Castle. No, yeah. 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 That was why I was there, maybe. I did like the fire hydrant trick, though. That was pretty sweet. (laughs) I feel like it's kind of weird. You would notice if a fire hydrant was... If you were a meter maid... Oh well, no the the he the meter maid gave her a ticket for parking in front of somewhere else. He left the fire hydrant to keep that space open so no one would park there. So he could put the car back where he grabbed where he took it. That was pretty slick. Might want to try that. <laughs> <laughs> and if so, the Punisher guy Frank Castle, he was stalking the wife, like to get her schedule or whatever, because that was what was most valuable. Yeah, every to Thursday, go he to was the like taking note. Like he had this fully written out notepad. It's like all she was doing was going to a movie. It's like what is he writing? Yeah. <laughs> but um, why didn't he just stalk John Travolta's character and just kill him? Well, because the whole point was to get him to kill and get revenge. Yeah, to, to get fully fun. punish <laughs> what him. What movie are you watching? Yeah, but to punish. I him. guess. I guess because he took his family. He wanted to make him suffer. Yeah, and that he took it with his own hands. It is, it is pretty baller. Pretty That's kind of like baller. when Cartman made the kid oh, eat, eat his, his parents. parents. <laughs> exactly. The Punisher is exactly like Cartman. Yeah. <laughs> Just as childish. Let's. Uh, this is not a how would you change it because this movie sucks. How would you fix this? Peter, John, who wants to start? Which section? The obituaries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got work I to do. I forgot about that one. If you read your newspapers, oh. we'll see. Oh, man. Okay, so, Peter, do you want to start us off? How would I fix this? I mean, it's got a lot of work. One one aspect that could have changed is the music. Oh, yeah. I think the lighting was terrible. I think Thomas Jane was a terrible choice for The Punisher. Like, he just already looks like a cartoon, just like John Travolta looks like a cartoon. <laughs> I don't necessarily think I'd get cartoon characters to play a serious role. I think Quentin Tarantino, though, I think he was actually fine. And he was. Oh, the actor who played Quentin? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think he was fine. Um, Matt's kiss, whatever. You know, like, okay, fine, good job. Um, I don't know how. Because there's just so much wrong with it. Because the entire 20 minutes at the beginning was just a nightmare to show how great of a person that he is. Yeah. You know, like the going away party with the cops. You're like, oh my gosh all the cliches i would rewrite it oh i would rewrite this whole movie that's what mine's gonna be but i was gonna see what where you your hot take where you wanted to go with it i would like him to be in new york i would like him to do something real not from daredevil being like you shouldn't have done that like he kills someone that you know oh you are you just meaning the sense of you would have preferred if he had done something more morally ambiguous where you're like oh i don't know if i would have killed that guy yeah and like it could have been cool uh it could have been someone that screwed him or what i don't give a shit it just doesn't need to be this movie 
Um, <laughs> I don't know how to fix this. <laughs> you seem defeated. John, do you want to? <laughs> I'm also defeated by this movie. It felt like a straight-to-TV action movie is that's what it felt a, That's like. good. But um, So they should have done one of two things. They should have gone the way of like Ninja Turtles, where it was just absolutely absurd, comical, but could still just be like fun. Bonkers. Yeah, yeah, just bonkers. That's a good word for it, which it was kind of doing a little bit of that. Um, so they either should have fully gone that way and not taken itself so seriously or done kind of a Dark Knight thing where it was like, actually really dark and super like, dark yeah. like super dark exactly like one extreme or the other and make it to where maybe he going along with what you were just saying like ends up killing someone who didn't necessarily need to be killed and like that the torment that that comes from that and his character actually kind of you're like do i root for this guy do i not root for this guy um i don't know they needed to commit one way or the other without it just being bad no that's that's a good point and what you're saying about them being you know more bonkers or whatever i think that's why when they rebooted this even though that wasn't as successful um it was just called uh, punisher war zone and uh ray stevens that's that actor's name that they cast as uh the punisher they did more along the lines of from the comic stream known as punisher max which is like you had to be 18 to buy because it was just extremely gory so that movie if you watch it, it's not a great movie, but it is so absurd with how violent and how disgusting it is. And just, you know, Punisher Max of him just like blowing people's heads up like nothing makes sense. Like at one point in the movie, he punches through a guy's face. Like, of course, that doesn't make sense. But at least you com- <laughs> like they've committed to it to where like you're having fun watching it because it's so absurd. So it's exactly like you said. They needed to commit one way or the other. Not this weird like I feel like they almost tried to do like a noir thing and it just didn't work. Like that tr- the trumpet that goes on throughout this whole movie like like, oh, it's just it kills me. OK, so this is what I would do. When I was watching it, I was reminded of, do you remember before Fox sold Daredevil back to Marvel, they had in the works, they were going to reboot Daredevil and put him in the 70s Harlem. Do you remember that? Like our 70s Brooklyn Hell's Kitchen Harlem area. And they had like done some testing for it. Do that shit with the Punisher. Like, cause the Punisher starts in, you know, the comics are around that time anyway. How incredible <laughs> would it be to do a... Frank Castle back from Vietnam, six you know late sixties, early seventies Punisher. You could even keep a similar storyline to this of, you know, him being more methodical in terms of how he's going to take these people out. But when he does take them out, it needs to be like tactical Frank. I want him to look like he's straight out of Platoon. You know what I mean? <laughs> I want him to just be like Vietnam guerrilla warfare. Like basically take Rambo and add a Punisher storyline to it. And that's what I would do with this. But keep it in like the 70s where it'd be maybe about like the heroin craze that was going on in New York at the time because of Vietnam. Like you could do some cool shit with that. Frank takes on Deep South, 60s, 70s KKK. Ooh, I'd watch that. You want to keep him in Tampa? (laughs) (laughs) Why not? I, I would watch him. I would watch him take out the KKK. That'd be cool. But I just meant in the sense of like, yeah, you got to keep this. In my opinion, you got to keep this in New York, at least for the first one. If you want to do the first one ends where, you know, maybe he's done too much and the police are chasing him down and he's got to go cross country because that happens in the comics. Like he does like a cross country trip kind of thing. That's cool. But the first one's got to be in New York. He's a New York character. 
or have some kind of crossover. Maybe this is what Daredevil is. Forgive me for not being informed, but where the the Punisher is the villain, and you're seeing it from the other perspective of them that's trying to happened. stop the Punisher. Well, that's yeah. um, before Frank Castle got his own comic and his own origin story. He's an originally a an assassin hired to kill Spider-Man. His hmm. first appearance is in Spider-Man, and so no, that's that's. And that's kind of what they did in the Netflix show in season two is Daredevil shows up and Daredevil's got to figure out who the Punisher is, and da, 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 which works. It's really good in that show. <laughs> da, da, da. Da, 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 da. But yeah, that's what I would how, what I would do to change it, though. You know, 70s, do a lot of the Vietnam stuff. You could even have like a longer intro if you showed him in Vietnam being the badass he was. Maybe like the two, I think it's in the year one comic is like he gets discharged honorably, but kind of dishonorably <laughs> because he like goes ape shit. You know what I mean? Like he's too into killing people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you could even show that him get back. And so instead of the whole, like, Oh, look how happy go lucky he is. And his family dies and you're like, Oh, what's he going to do? It should be a like, Oh, his family killed. Oh my God. He's going to murder everybody. Like that should be your response. You're like, Oh no, he's going to kill yeah, or everybody. You're like scared of him, but also yeah. kind of rooting for him. Yeah, exactly. It needs to be that gut reaction of like, Oh shit. They don't know what they did. <laughs> run mob man. Run. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like how cool would it be to, I think I've talked to you about this, Peter, but how cool would it be for them to finally do a Punisher movie or even like a Batman movie, any sort of superhero movie with like a darker tone, like, I mean, any superhero character with a darker tone where it's told from the villain's perspective in almost like a horror movie way. Yeah. Where it's like these criminals are running and like hiding from, you know, the Punisher and who's like breaking through these walls and like coming to get them and like picking them off one by one. It'd be kind of scary. Kind of like a Grindel situation. Beowulf Grindel. Did yeah, you ever read kind that? of. It's from Grindel's perspective. He's the monster. <laughs> Have you never read that, Peter? Go read it. It's called Grendel? Yeah, it's called Grendel. It's on your summer reading list, I'm sure. No, Beowulf was <laughs> not Grendel. I'm Ripper. So I'm Grindel, Slasher. Grendel's like the monster in Beowulf, but then there's a book from Grendel's perspective. perspective where Beowulf's the monster. How, how much later did that come out? I don't know. I don't know. That centuries. Anyway, <laughs> all I'm getting at is, is, you know, it'd be an interesting take. This boring, <laughs> this boring ass version of the Punisher we get though is not okay. Nope. Okay, let's go ahead and. Is it worth your free time? Yeah, wrap it up. Free time. Not worth your free time. Go watch um that the Coach Yates and uh, remember the Titans instead. <laughs> <laughs> huh. But what if I'm in the mood for an antihero? <laughs> watch. <laughs> I'm just thinking of his speech. I don't want to see them cross, gain another <laughs> yaw. They cross that uh, line of scrimmage and we're taking you all out. <laughs> you want an anti-hero, watch Breaking Bad. <laughs> I would say if you want to watch The Punisher, go watch the Netflix show Punisher. It's Is it super depressing? Yes. But so is the Punisher character at his core. My only complaint with the show is what I have with most of the Netflix shows right now. It's just like two or three episodes too long. They need to just do 10 episodes. That's all I'm saying. So I would say not your, <laughs> worth your free time unless you want to just get drunk and forget about the movie. Because like, I definitely think you could be heavily drunk and be fine with not knowing what happened. I feel like you could put it together like, oh, okay, so he eventually killed that guy? Yeah, okay. <laughs> eventually killed he that eventually guy. He eventually killed yeah. Roger Volta? Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. The Punisher. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I saw the Punisher. Yeah, yeah. he... he oh, wait, know, get that guy? I blacked out of for a little bit, but like, I remember at a certain point he like he like killed Roger Volta, right? <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, that's what happened. Okay, Okay, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. doesn't miss anything. Yeah, so I'm going to say pass. Not worth your free time. Peter? Agreed. 
Not for this is my bad pick. Oh man, John, it's back to you, right? It is, yeah. And so this is a good one. Wait, isn't I thought Ninja Turtles was his good pick? No, No. you guys put a gun to my head and I said it was my bad one. Oh, you're right. I just don't listen. I'm (laughs) bad. Come on, sorry. It was your gun. (laughs) I have some ideas for for next week. Do you want to tease him a little bit and we'll see where it goes? Uh, sure, I could tease him. We'll not confirm that these will be my choice, but I'm looking at either the first X-Men movie that came out in like 2000. All right, all right. Or um, the first Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire. Toby, Toby. Ooh, I, I like, I like both, both of those. those. I like both those. Those are both two revolutionary movies in terms of how super fi- superhero films went after they re- their release. I think the Ro- Rebecca Romaine, however you say her name. Rebecca Romaine, same That made me think of X-Men. Oh, yeah, because... Mystique. Mystique. All right. Uh, pretty soon, though, too, we got to do our, our out-of-context episode with uh, Kendall. We've been working on a secret project of something we want to do. We might throw out as a bonus episode, hopefully, in the next couple weeks called out of context where the three of us are going to watch something that we've never seen before and kendall who has seen it is going to uh answer some of our questions as we try to piece it together uh <laughs> it's a mystery it's a mystery we're going to be watching the series finale of pretty little liars i've never seen an episode i've only i've seen like a episode i john i don't think you've seen any episodes right um of Pretty Little Liars? Yeah. I have not. Right. Exactly. So this is going to be new for us. Kendall has seen all of them. We're going to have questions, obviously. She's going to answer for us. Again, that's going to be out of context is the, what we're calling it. And uh, hopefully we'll be doing that soon. Um, remember to reach us at tmftpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter at tmftpodcast. Uh, let us know what you think. If you're liking this new style of just talking about the movie in general not doing the minute by minute plays uh and until next time with john's either x-men or spider-man or maybe some wild card he hasn't even talked about we'll see you then bye